Birthing from the Inside Out is a place where we gather to talk about how pregnancy and birth transform us. I'm your host, Shannon Backus, certified birth doula and childbirth educator for over 10 years. I hope you'll grab a cup of coffee and join us for fun, gritty, and educational conversations all about birth. From detailed birth stories to insights from birth professionals and birth-related services, each episode will help you evaluate just how transformed by birth you've been from the inside out. Disclaimer, this podcast does not provide medical advice or diagnoses. All content is for educational purposes only. Seek the advice and recommendations of your medical practitioner. On today's episode, I'm joined by my guest, Eben A., who is the founder and lead doula trainer of Royal Doula Academy. Eben A. has worked as a doula, childbirth educator, and now a doula trainer in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. Ebene has a heart for training Christian birth workers across the country in a kingdom-minded way to serve expectant families. Join me in discovering how birth work has changed Ebene from the inside out. Birth work has completely changed me at the core. My very DNA, my essence is forever changed. Every time I serve a family, I'm never the same again. I'm never the same that family becomes a part of me. That family becomes a part of my story, becomes a part of my memories, my spiritual work and assignments. It's really impacted me. Welcome back to the Birthing from the Inside Out podcast. And I'm so glad you're with us today. On the show, I'm joined by Ebene, who is a doula trainer and owner of Royal Doula Academy. Ebene, thank you so much for taking time out of your day to be with us. Thank you for having me. Yeah, it's a joy to finally be able to connect with you. I know we've been connected online for quite a while, and I have just been watching as you grow and develop your business and and all the amazing things that you are doing in the birth world. So I was delighted when you agreed to be on the show. Absolutely. The feelings are mutual. I just love to be able to connect with like-minded birth workers and really just help change and impact this world. Why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself professionally and personally? I am a, I've been a birth worker for over a decade now. It started with the birth of my son. From there, I've been a birth doula, a lactation counselor, placenta encapsulator, childbirth educator, actually started as a childbirth educator. And now I am a doula trainer. And so I've really just been able to kind of experience it all in the birth setting. I am a mom of four amazing boys, um, ranging from age seven to 17. So they really keep my hands full right now, especially in this season. Like people are driving and going, getting jobs, summer jobs and football camps. It's, It's just something else. I'm sure your life is full with the kids and working, so thanks again for taking time out of your day to be with us. Could you tell us, Ebene, just on a really practical level, what you're up to in the birth world these days? Yeah, so God has really been transitioning me. As I said, I started off as a childbirth educator when my son was born, and 
I've just done a lot in the birth world. So now I'm in a season where I really do give back time to pour into others, time to help cultivate and train up the next generation of birth workers. In particular, the Lord's placed it on my heart to have a Christian doula training, to be able to get kingdom-minded birth workers out on the field to be able to serve families. And how do you do that, Ebene? How are people interacting with with your training? I've been able to introduce the training. I introduced it last year in October. People have been really supportive. All the local birth workers, the care providers, people have been supportive of this venture and what I'm trying to do. Uh, use social media to, to do that. We talk to people here on the ground in Dallas-Fort Worth. And the word of mouth is just really spreading. And I'm just so grateful for what the Lord is doing. So far, I've been able to train two cohorts of uh, kingdom-minded women. Right now, we have over, we have 22 women who are trained and counting. So I'm just, just so excited about it. That's incredible. And are your trainings in person, Ebene? So the trainings are hybrid modeled. So most of the training is going to be online, self-paced. So you can access that anywhere in the world, be able to train at your own pace. Uh, That's really helpful for a lot of birth workers who are cross-training with me and also busy, busy people. We do have one part of the training in which you come to Dallas, Fort Worth, and you do a in-person skills workshop. That's a great model, especially for people across the country, you know, that, like you said, have busy lives. They are leading their own, you know, maybe they're already in birth work, but they're wanting to cross train. So that's a phenomenal model to be able to allow people access to this education and training. I believe that most of the things that I do, pretty much all the things I do really are based off of my own experience and then the experience of those close to me and the experience of people that I see. And I just saw how the market was for doula training and what people really were asking for. People wanted convenience, but at the same time, they wanted some level of connectivity and community. And so this training is online, but we meet every single week um, live, all as a group. We have a community where we are able to come together. It is six weeks long. So it's not um, an overnight weekend training. It's a training where I really want people to be able to sit with the material, but more importantly, have an opportunity to get poured into during our weekly sessions and have the Holy Spirit be able to really speak to them individually. And Ebony, you mentioned that you developed this Royal Doula Academy based on your experience in the world and, and seeing the need. So could you take us back a little bit and, and share with us just what brought you to this work? I know you mentioned the birth of your son. So could you share with us a little bit about what that looked like and how that catapulted you into this work? Of course. Let's see. So my son, I, my oldest son is 17, like I mentioned. And with his birth, I was 20 years old and I just didn't know what I didn't know. I was not educated and I really didn't know what the birth plan consisted of. 
I was able to go online, print out a birth plan, and click the boxes. And I thought, you know, hey, that's how it's going to be. And it really didn't happen like that. So I ended up having a traumatic experience with him. I had a induction at 39 weeks and it ended in a C-section. So after that, my second pregnancy, I knew that I needed it to be different. I didn't know what that different looked like. But upon my research and really listening to the promptings of the Holy Spirit leading me, I decided to do an out-of-hospital birth. When I did that, for me, it was really a walking by faith thing, because at that time, it was 13 years ago. And although um, alternative ways of birthing and knowing your birthing options were normal, maybe, or on the rise again, it wasn't widespread. And so in my family, in my friend group, in my community, people were kind of side-eyeing me. <laughs> like, okay, what, what is, why are you doing this? Are you okay? You know, this is dangerous. And so I did all of my own research and I realized, in fact, it wasn't dangerous and it was actually evidence-based to try to have a VBAC after a cesarean. And I just was confused as to why the evidence was saying one thing, but the doctors were saying another. So I, I just decided and I felt good in my spirit about it and I went for it. And I had the most amazing VBAC experience ever. I had a wonderful water birth. The Holy Spirit was present. It was life-changing. It was transformational. So when I started the work, I really wanted to just give back. I knew what I had experienced was life-changing for me, not just because I had a water birth, not just the novelty of it, because now it's kind of becoming trendy. And so it wasn't just the novelty of having my baby in the water. It was the journey that I didn't know what the outcome was going to be. I didn't know what to really expect, but I knew that the Lord was leading me on a path to do some things differently. And on that journey, I had to really walk by faith. I had to trust God in a way I never had to trust him before. In pregnancy, you are vulnerable. You're the most vulnerable you could ever be as a woman. Your body is changing. You can't do the things you normally do. And so that added another level to my um, vulnerability and humility and just me trusting God. And I just knew this has to be better than the first time. Anything has to be better than that first experience. So I was just willing to trust God. And I really think sometimes as people, we have to go through some pain to really be even willing and open to try God's way. I had already gone through that traumatic experience. I was like, okay, I'll try it your way, God. And I did. And it changed me. It grew me as a woman. It grew me as a believer. And it showed me the manifestation power of our God. And it's so funny to me. The first time I ever said the word manifestation was after the birth of my 13-year-old all those years ago. Mm -hmm. It's funny because the word is so popular now and I'm like, the way it 
the way in the way in which it's being used now is just funny to me because after the Lord showed me what he wanted me to do and what this birth could be like when he was born and it happened just the way he showed me, I said, wow, this is a manifestation of God's promise. Mm. And so I realized and understood I didn't manifest anything. I received in the physical God's promise. He manifested it through my faith. And so that experience grew me as a believer, grew me as a woman. And I just knew that it was my my reasonable duty to be able to just share that testimony in some way. I couldn't hoard it. I had to in some way tell people what I had experienced. So I settled on childbirth education and I began to share just birthing options with people Mm. in a very practical way. And then from there, years passed and I developed my skill set and different certifications and different trainings and workshops that I've added to my toolbox over the years. And it's all led me to this point to where over the years of serving women, serving families, I saw that it was really good to give people the foundation with education and all of that. That was the that was the prerequisite. That was what people needed. But then I realized Remember, Ebene, back then when you went through your experience, you did have the education. You educated yourself really thoroughly. That helped with a lot, a lot of the fear. But your promise didn't come because you were educated, not just because you're educated. Your promise came because you trusted God and his power showed up for you. And I never want people to think that birth is yours, mm-hmm. that we somehow our birth gurus and we know all the answers because we know what we know through God's grace and he gives us a lot of ability to solve problems in the birthing space the word of God says that it's not by power or might but it's by my spirit says the Lord and so I think that I've come to a place to where if I'm gonna tell the story I have to tell the whole story. So help me God. And for me, it was nothing but the Lord who was on my side, who was able to help me get through my birth experience. Mm-hmm. Not just with that first baby, the 13 year old, but then he, he did it for me again, twice. I had two additional out of hospital births. The last one, the seven year old being at home. And I just think sometimes we really get, comfortable and spoiled with the miracles of God in our life. That first time I was just like believing and praying and please Lord and doing all this and it happened. I was like, oh wow. Okay. He did it. (laughs) And then the second and third time I was like, oh I know he can do it now. Mm. I know he can. And so of course I still was trusting him and inviting him into my space. But I just, it was this level of like, once you know God has done it for you before, you just know he's going to do it again. And I just never want to be comfortable or complacent. And I just knew that it was time 
for me, after all of these years of serving women, I've served them with skill, but also with spirit, also with prayer, also with giving scriptural encouragement. And these women know if we were to dissect the women that I've served, their birth stories, we might, you might see a post or somebody who says, yeah, I had a V-back or whatever, beautiful, fast birth. But if we dissect those stories and the details of those stories, there you will find the spirit of the Lord. You will find that the the angels stepped into that room and helped, you know, at the last minute or shifted out a nursing team or changed doctors at the last minute, a doctor who might may have wanted to induce or so many stories but where God has been faithful. So I knew that the birth outcomes that I was receiving, not only with myself, but now God had allowed me to help other women have those same kind of testimonies. I knew that it needed to be other birth workers that had that kind of foundation and that kind of spiritual awareness. I said, you know, I would much rather take all the things I've learned and try to, at this point, after over a decade, try to start sharing them with other people than to continue to try to stand on the platform by myself and do the work. Well, and I think that that is incredible too, Ebony, how you are taking your experience and all of your knowledge and your skills and you're empowering other women, other like-minded, kingdom-minded women to serve other families. And so to just think about a stone being thrown into a pond and the ripple effect that that has, you can continue to do the work for another 10 years and maybe serve another 500, 600 clients. Or as you're doing now, taking your time and investing in other women and helping them, equip them to do the work just like you're doing, to think how exponential that work is in impacting other people's lives and how those women are going to be able to transform other people's experience of birth too. Absolutely. That's so true. Have you enjoyed listening to Birthing from the Inside Out podcast? By now, we all know about the algorithm. By leaving your ratings and reviews on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts, you'll help other people just like you find the show. Birth transforms us all from the inside out. So by simply following, rating, and reviewing, you'll be helping other families have positive transformational experiences as they carry these stories into their births. Let's take a moment to hear from our sponsor. Dr. Allison Beener is the owner and primary dentist at Gentle Family Dentistry. She's been providing quality dental care for all ages in the Bloomington Normal community for the past 14 years. Although general dentistry is at the core of what she offers, she has always had a special place in her heart for her littlest patients. Did you know that a small percentage of babies are born with what is called a tongue or lip tie? This can negatively affect feeding for both the baby and the parent. At Gentle Family Dentistry, Dr. Beener takes pride in the careful assessment of not only baby, but mom too, if she's nursing. 
and considers the whole feeding journey before diagnosing and performing specialized lip and tongue tie procedures. Dr. Beener is fully certified by the American Academy of Laser Dentistry and has invested countless hours studying tethered oral tissues in phrenectomy procedures, which have the potential to significantly improve the experience of breastfeeding or bottle feeding for both mother and baby. On a personal level, she's also a caring and hardworking mom of three girls who she was fortunate enough to breastfeed. In fact, her middle daughter had to have a lip and tongue phrenectomy which she attributes to her catalyst in learning to provide this service at her office. For more information, please find Gentle Family Dentistry at bndentist.com or follow Gentle Family Dentistry on social media. Again, that's bndentist.com. Can you tell us what it's like to be you, what it's like to do what you do in the world now as a doula trainer? Well, I think that anytime that the Lord gives you a burden, an assignment, let me say it like this. I feel like anytime the Lord gives you an assignment, it can be burdensome, burdensome in a way that it tugs at your heart. It it keeps you up at night. And then when he, for me, in the way that my life has worked, he's asking me to do impossible things. Hmm. And so from the VBAC to becoming a doula to now being a doula trainer, it didn't fit into what I was doing. It didn't fit into my schedule. I didn't have the budget for it. I didn't have the backing for it in some ways. But he always shows me that you have everything you need to do what I've called you to do. And a lot of times for me, what that looks like is, is faith honestly. So that's what, that's, that's really what it, for me right now, serving in the world, I am walking by faith and I am committed to seeing the full vision that the Lord has shown me with this come to pass. And Ebony, I know you were mentioning just a few of the difficulties of your role, you know, not fitting into your schedule or not having the budget to to do this or not enough time even really in the day to do all the things that you feel you're being called to do. What keeps you going or what keeps you coming back to this work despite those difficulties? What keeps me coming back to it is the people, the women that I begin to meet already, you know, the the messages, private DMs, the phone calls, the reviews and testimonies that I'm getting from women. When I first launched this, I I was just so overwhelmed with people who had inboxed me and they were just like, I've been looking for something like this and the Lord told me to do this work and I really wanted a Christian training. Not only just people seeking doula training, but other birth workers. I've had so many birth workers privately inbox me and say, I want to do this. I want to do something like this. And you've motivated me to do it. And for me, that's good. That's a good thing. I encourage them. If me being obedient and my yes can encourage somebody else to say yes, because God's really calling them to do the same thing. And I want them to do it because we need more of it. 
I think that's been really encouraging me. I, just a quick story. One of the ladies, he's an older um, woman. This is like her second career. She was a nurse for years. And she told me after she finished the training, she messaged me and said, actually, she messaged it openly in our group. And she said that she was just so grateful for the training and that how much it just really impacted her life and that the Lord told her 30 years ago that this is the work that she was supposed to do. And she just completed that task through my training. And she was just so grateful. I was reading that in my mouth and my my mouth was just open. I was mm-hmm. just like, what, me? Uh-huh. My, what, huh? what? I'm a part of, I'm a part of something that God spoke to her 30 years ago. I'm like, oh, that keeps me going. That's incredible. And knowing too that your yes is helping other people fulfill their yes, that is incredibly powerful. Ebene, I'm really proud of you for stepping out and for doing the next right thing in your life. Like I said, going back to that ripple effect, you know, your yes is affecting so many people on so many different levels. Yes. Thank you so much. I appreciate you too. You inspire me too. Mm. Um, I always wanted to do like something like this as well. And I'm like, you just talking to you inspires me. I think that when we come together in unity and realize that we're all parts one part of a whole body mm-hmm. and we can really let our guards down and really understand that we're all beautiful jewels in this in the crown of the king and nobody can outshine anybody else's light we're all lights mm-hmm. i just i'm so grateful for even being assigned to something like this i'm i'm just really grateful Ebene, where do you see the future of your field going or where do you see Royal Doula Academy going? I see Royal Doula Academy being a resource for women all across the world. I see us training and equipping kingdom-minded women to step in the burning space all across the country and eventually the world. Not obviously, it's not. It's gonna take more than just me. But as the Lord is building this on the ground level, I'm being careful, be appreciative of the small beginning, and really try to cultivate it as it grows. But I really see being worldwide and really making a impact on the kingdom. I see it way bigger than me, mm-hmm. way bigger than me. Mm-hmm. With all your experience as a doula and childbirth educator and now as a doula trainer, what's one thing that you wish expectant families knew going into birth or into parenting? I wish expectant families knew they have more options than they think that they do mm-hmm. and that they can use their voice. And from a spiritual perspective, I wish that expectant families understood that who they connect with for their birth experience spiritually matters because the people in their birthing room will be part of their birth story forever. Mm -hmm. So choose wisely Mm -hmm. and be prayerful about those decisions. 
Ebony, how has birth transformed you as a birth worker from the inside out? All of the births that you've witnessed and supported, all of the women and families that you've walked with along their journeys, how have those transformed you from the inside out? Birth work has completely changed me at the core. My very DNA, my essence is forever changed. Every time I serve a family, I'm never the same again. I'm never the same. That family becomes a part of me. That family becomes a part of my story, becomes a part of my memories, my spiritual work and assignments. You know, I pray for them. I undergird them. I walk with them. I remember them. I remember their names. Mm -hmm. I remember their babies' names. I remember the details of it, their nuances, the way that this family chatted about this subject versus this family has really impacted me a lot. And it's just a whole nother topic on how as birth workers, we have to be able to release some of that as well mm-hmm. and then be very prayerful about also who we serve. Ebony, was there anything that you perhaps prepared to talk about today that I haven't asked you a question about? Is there anything else that comes to mind that you want to share with our listeners? I would just like to say Royal Doula Academy is something that the Lord is birthing and cultivating. has birthed out of me, but it's his thing, his assignment. And a lot of people ask me, what we believe in terms of what kind of language are we using? What do we believe in? And so I just want to say that Royal Dual Academy, we believe in the, the word of God and what the word of God says. We don't take anything from it. We don't add to it. And we are for all nationalities, all kingdom-minded women. My goal here, I feel like the Lord is not calling me to a specific race either because I'm a black woman and I have a heart for what's going on with the maternal mentality rate for black women, which black women are dying three to four times more than white women from birth related issues and black babies are also dying within their first year of life. And I just believe as believers, no matter what color we are, This is a kingdom-minded training, so we're going to touch on the subjects that the Father's heart concerned with. And when one of us in the body is hurting, then all of us are hurting. When we lift up one, we lift up all. So I'm a Black woman, but more than that, I'm a child of God and a kingdom-minded woman. And so... This training is all about bringing together kingdom-minded women so that we can rise above things that kind of keep us apart and really focus in on doing kingdom work and doing the business of our Father together. And Ebene, using your place and your power and especially your presence in training these women is just an incredible way, like you've said previously, of giving back and expanding your skills and your knowledge and giving that as a gift to other birth workers. 
thank you for doing that. And especially with Black women dying and and Black infants dying at a higher rate than their pure white babies and, and mothers too, you know, this is a huge crisis that is happening in our country and it's very rarely talked about. I know that this is another role that you fill in our field of bringing awareness and just talking about the hard things that are happening in the Black community that other people are not talking about. And so thank you again for using your presence and your power and just your place in this world to influence change. So thank you again for the work you're doing in that realm. I know you've had a voice uh, nationwide. You've been interviewed on you know several platforms and broadcasted on TV. And thanks again for, for all that you're doing to change that narrative for Black women in our country. Before we end, I would love to recite this scripture and leave the listeners with this in regards to what we just kind of finished with. We were talking about just the body and coming together. And this is something I've shared with my doula trainees. This is 1 Corinthians 12. It says the body is a unit, though it is made up of many parts. And though all of its parts are many, they form one body. So it is with Christ. For we were all baptized one spirit into one body, whether Jews or Greeks, slaves or free, and we were all given the one spirit to drink. Now the body is not made up of one part, but of many. If the foot should say, because I am not a hand, I do not belong to the body, it would not for that reason cease to be part of the body. And if the ear should say, because I am not an eye, I do not belong to the body, it would not for that reason cease to be a part of the body. If the whole body were an eye, where would the sense of hearing be? If the whole body were an ear, where would the sense of smell be? But in fact, God has arranged the parts in the body, every one of them, just as he wanted them to be. If they were all one part, where would the body be? As it is, there are many parts, but one body. The eye cannot say to the hand, I don't need you. And the head cannot say to the feet, I don't need you. On the contrary, those parts of the body that seem to be weaker are indispensable. And the parts that we think are less honorable, we treat with special honor. And the parts that are unpresentable are treated with special modesty. While our presentable parts need no special treatment. But God has combined the members of the body and has given great honor to the parts that lack it. There should be no division in the body but that its parts should have equal concern for each other. If one part suffers, every part suffers. And if one part is honored, every part rejoices with it. Now you are body of Christ. Each of you is a part of it. This is what God is asking us to do as believers in the birth world. I pray that he uses me and continues to use me to be a part of that change. Mm-hmm. How can people connect with you, Ebene, either if they're interested in attending Royal Doula Academy or just want to connect with you and follow more of the work that you're doing in the world? How can people do that? People can go to Royal Doula Training, go and find me on social media, on Instagram and Facebook, Ebene Faith at Ebene Faith, or that's my personal thing, Ebene Faith. Or you can also find Royal Doula Academy on Instagram and also on Facebook. 
Thank you so much, Ebene. I really appreciate you taking time out of your day to spend with us and just share with us what God has called you to and how your yes in the world is impacting other people's lives, both birth workers and birthing families. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. I'm grateful for the time we had today. I love how powerful stories are in our lives, how much they can change a person, how our stories tell others about who we are and where we are headed, and not just how much those stories can change us, but also change the trajectory of our lives. Thank you for spending time in your day to dive deep into stories of how birth has transformed all of us from the inside out.